the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The fire of your coming, the glory of your presence, will shake the earth and every heart will know. You are Messiah, Yeshua HaMashiach, Lion of Judah, the God of Israel, Defender of Zion. Shalom. We have entered a great season of praising and worshiping the Lord. Let's begin with praying together. Avinu Malkenu, you are our Father and you are our King. And Lord, we're here to serve you. We're here to worship you. We're here to observe the days that you have told us to observe in order to remember. And so, Lord, this springtime season is all about remembering, remembering who you are, remembering what you've done. And so, Lord, we just praise you. We we love you and exalt you and are looking forward to this spring being the most amazing spring as as you are going to do great and mighty things. Lord, deliver us. Deliver our country from bondage to sin, just as you delivered the people of Israel. And Lord, bring our people in this country into the promised land, into a land without sin, in a land that you are the king. So, Father, we thank you and praise you. We ask you to turn hearts, transform people from from being secular to being people of faith. We thank you, we praise you, and worship you. In the name of Yeshua, amen and amen. Well, Passover began Friday night, and today we begin to count the Omer. So this is the time to get the counting of the Omer 50-page devotional booklet. Yes, <laughs> it's also available on our website. So you can go to Shoresh, S-H-O-R-E-S-H, david.org, um, or you can... Ask Karen, uh, call her at 813-831-5673. She'll send out a booklet. You'll only miss a couple days. So um, please call today, leave a message, or call on Monday so that you can get uh, this booklet as soon as possible. And I would ask you to get extras for family members, neighbors, and friends. Now, before we get started today, let me mention that your financial support is a blessing to us, and so it it helps keep this radio program on the air. 
We depend on your generosity. And you can hear the messages and uh, the past messages at heartofmessiah.org. I'd also ask you to consider a gift to help the Messianic community in the Ukraine. I've said this for weeks now. Go to your, to our website, shereshtavid.org, click on contributions, and go down uh, to the page where you'll see Ukraine. It's that easy. So far, we have sent $40,000. With your help, I would love to send another $10,000 this week or more. So if it's easy, Easier for you, just call our office at 813-831-5673. Call to uh, speak to Karen or, or Delcita, either one. And uh, certainly, if I can answer your questions, feel free to call our office at 813-831-5673 or email me at rabbi at heartofmessiah.org. As we talked last week, counting the Omer comes from Leviticus 23. Verses 15 and 16. Counting the Omer is part of participating in God's Moedim. Remember, Moedim means his appointed times out of Leviticus. When we count the Omer, we remember the link between Passover and the Feast of Weeks, which you might know as Pentecost. Passover celebrates God's deliverance of the people of Israel. Fifty days later, God gave us the Ten Commandments, and 1,300 years later, roughly, but on that day, God rained down his spirit in the book of Acts on the Feast of Weeks, or as I said, Pentecost. So, we went from slavery to freedom. Then God gave us the commandments and his spirit. Think of it this way. Redemption from slavery was not complete until we received God's word. And without God's spirit, we don't have the ability to understand his word, nor the strength to apply it or keep it. So our purpose in counting the Omer today and every day is to draw closer to God by being obedient to his word. We should expect that our faith level will be raised each day in anticipation of what God's going to do in our lives and through us in the lives of those people who are around us. So I pray that you will get many copies of this 50-day devotional with all the people you speak to, uh, hand them out, especially your family, have them read it, or again, download it at shereshdavid.org. Each Sunday for the next seven, we will count the Omer together. Let us begin. Baruch Ata Adonai Eloheinu Melech Alom, Asher Kedshanu B'mitzvotav V'tzivanu Al Sifarat HaOmer. Blessed are you, O Lord our God, King of the Universe, who has set us apart by your commandments and has commanded us to count the Omer. Today is the first day of the first week and day number one I have counted the Omer. Now, last week, we went over day number one. So I'm going, even though today is the first day, I'm going to use day number two, okay? The theme for day number two is don't test God. And the scriptures, 
Matthew 4, 7, Yeshua said to him, again, it is written, you shall not put Adonai, your God, to the test. Well, look at this. In Deuteronomy 6, 16, it says, you are not to test Adonai, your God, as you tested him at Massa. And then in Malachi 3.10, you know this one, bring the whole tithe into the storehouse. Then there will be food in my house. Now test me in this, says Adonai Tzivaot, the Lord of hosts. If I will not open for you the windows of heaven and pour out blessings for you until no one is without enough. Well, interesting, right? Because we see in one case not to test God and in the other case to test him, right? Doubt, this is our thought for the day, doubt should not lead us to demand something of God in order to prove himself to us. We must have faith in him and his word. This is why Yeshua was not happy with the people who asked for a sign in Luke 12. 1129, it says this, with the crowds increasing, Yeshua began to say, this generation is a wicked generation. It demands a sign, yet no sign will be given to it except the sign of Jonah. The Israelites grumbling against God in Exodus 17, 1 through 3, also showed their lack of faith in God. So the challenge for this day is do not tempt God by challenging his word. When faith exists, we are obedient. In a sense, every time we are disobedient, we are testing God. Through your faith, be obedient to God's word. My prayer for this day in, in the devotional, Lord, I need your help as I try to be obedient to your word and not test you. Put your word in my heart so that my mind and motivation line up with your word. Amen and amen. So I hope that you will enjoy these short devotionals and and that you'll get uh, our booklet so that you can give it to others. I really believe it will testify of the Lord. But today, we're going to look at some of the traditions that are not necessarily biblical, but they are done at every Passover Seder by Jews all around the world who are not believers in Yeshua. But it's still these things that they do, the traditions, are really incredible and very uh, meaningful to us as Bible believers. So first, uh, the name of this event, so to speak, is a Seder. It's called a Passover Seder. The word Seder means order and refers to the Passover service and the order at home. Now, we use, in order for that order, we use something called a Haggadah. And this is the booklet we're following, and it means the telling and describes the events of the Passover story. So it's very important so that we remember what God told us to remember, his commandments, right? Also, on this, in preparation for Passover, we are to remove chametz. Can you say chametz? <laughs> uh, this chametz means leaven, 
uh, it would might refer to yeast, but the leaven from the house, we are to remove it. It says in Exodus twelve fifteen, for seven days, you are to eat matzot, which is the plural of matzah. But on the first day, you must remove chametz, which is the leaven, from your houses. For whoever eats chametz from the first day until the seventh day, that soul will be cut off from Israel. Whoa! God's being pretty strong with us. Traditionally, the beginning of Passover has the head of the house searching for any crumb of leaven in the house in order to purge the home from all sin symbolically right now i've got to tell you this in usually involves the children they love to look for crumbs or food items that have any leaven or yeast in them but what a great example of saying that not only are we taking the leaven out of our home but we're taking it out of our bodies out of our We're going to be pure before the Lord. That's what Passover is. It's just an amazing time. We see this connection also in the New Covenant. We are to remove sin. Prepare your heart. In 1 Corinthians 5, 6 through 8, it says, Your boasting is no good. Don't you know that a little chametz, right, leaven, leavens the whole batch of dough? Get rid of the old chametz, so you may be a new batch, just as you are unleavened. For Messiah, our Passover lamb, has been sacrificed. Therefore, let us celebrate the feast not with old chametz, the chametz of malice and wickedness, but with unleavened bread, the matzah of sincerity and truth. So does this make sense to you? Do you understand how this works together, the Hebrew scriptures and the new covenant? Ah, it's amazing. There are four cups in a Seder, four cups of wine or grape juice. Um, Wine is a symbol of joy. And we will drink these four cups or grape juice during our Seder. Why four cups? Here's the, exa- uh, the, the the reason given. The Lord promised four blessings to the house of Israel in Exodus 6, 6 and 7. The cup of sanctification. I will bring you out from under the burdens of the Egyptians. In other words, I'll sanctify you. Secondly, the cup of deliverance. I will deliver you from their bondage. Three. The cup of redemption. I will redeem you with an outstretched arm. Now, God is going to redeem us. The one who believe Yeshua, uh, you know, this cup, that the third cup of redemption is the one that we believe Yeshua used for the Lord's Supper or what you might call communion. At that moment... He drank the cup. But we'll, we'll talk about that in a little while. And then the fourth one is the cup of praise. I will take you to myself as a people, and I will be your God. And so when you are coming close to God, you are going to praise him. Amen? 
Then there's washing of hands. And that reminds us that at the time in the Seder that Yeshua washed his disciples' feet. And and that just teaches us about servanthood. It teaches us about being servant leaders and and the entire understanding of of being humble as believers. Then six, uh, our sixth thought here is breaking the middle matzah. Now, this is a mystery as to why it would be in a traditional Jewish Seder of people who don't believe in Yeshua. Now, you know that matzah, if you look at it, is striped and it also has piercings in it, which is interesting right there, right? (laughs) Now, there are three pieces of matzah are kept in a white cloth or linen bag called a matzotash. This bag has three compartments to separate the three pieces. If it's ever explained, and it usually is not explained, generally the top piece represents the uh, priests, the middle piece, the Levites, and the bottom piece, the um Israel, the people of Israel. And so the leader takes the middle matzah, representing the Levites, meaning the one who's anointed to bring forth, you know, the high priest was a Levite. And and so they break the middle matzah in two. Then the the leader of the Seder puts the smaller piece back between the other two pieces and wraps the larger piece in a separate linen cloth. This separated piece is called the afikomen, which means that which comes after, can also mean dessert. And the afikomen will be hidden away until after the meal. Then following the meal, the children will look for it. The child who finds it will bring it to the leader who will redeem it for a price. It is then broken and must be shared by all in order to finish the Seder. Wow, that is a mystery. Now, there is no explanation in Judaism that I've ever heard as to why we do that. So somebody who does not believe in Yeshua, it's pretty amazing to me that they do this year after year after year. Because it's such a obvious example of Yeshua, the Messiah. Traditionally, the afikomen, the middle piece of matzah, is eaten at the same time as the third cup. Remember, that's the cup of redemption. Luke twenty-two nineteen records it this way. And when he had taken matzah and offered the blessing, the bracha, which is... Baruch Adonai Eloheinu Melech HaOlom HaMotzi Lechem Min Aretz Amen Blessed are you, O Lord our God, King of the universe, who brings forth bread from the earth. Amen. And then he broke it, and he gave it to them, saying, This is my body given for you. Do this in memory of me. And then in Matthew 
26, verses 27, 28, he took a cup. And after giving thanks, which is blessing God, which is a baracha, which goes like this, Baruch Adonai Eloheinu Melech HaOlam Borei Amen. Blessed are you, O Lord our God, King of the universe, who creates the fruit of the vine. Amen. So, then he gave it to them, saying, Drink from it, all of you, for this is my blood of the covenant, which is poured out for many, for the removal of sins. Just like the blood of, of, of the animal at Yom Kippur was poured out for the removal of sin, but Yeshua was that final Lamb of God that takes away the sins of the earth. Oh, don't you love it? These are just some of the exciting parts of the Passover Seder and how it brings together so many parts of Scripture, showing the faithfulness and purposes of God. It's not part of the traditional Seder, but as believers in Yeshua, we celebrate Yeshua's resurrection. The actual day begins today, this evening on Yom Habikurim, which is the Feast of First Fruits. So we add some things to our Seder. The theme of this day is the first harvest of the year. On this day, the first day after Shabbat, Yeshua rose from the dead. It is the holy day preordained in the Torah to point to the resurrection of the Lord. Bring the first fruits of the land you shall bring into the house of the Lord your God. Exodus twenty three nineteen. There should be no doubt about this. his resurrection fulfilled the Feast of First Fruits. Paul tells us explicitly that Messiah is the first fruits of those who will be raised from the dead. It says it in 1 Corinthians 15, starting with verse 20. But now Messiah has been raised from the dead. The first fruits of those who have fallen asleep. For since death came through a man, the resurrection of the dead also has come through a man. For as in Adam all die, so also in Messiah we all will be made alive, but each in its own order. Messiah, the first fruits, then at his coming, those who belong to Messiah." Just as the first fruits offered in to God under the old covenant uh, anticipated the fuller harvest to come, the resurrection of Yeshua anticipates the bodily resurrection of his people, first promised in Job nineteen twenty five to twenty seven Yet I know that my redeemer lives, and in the end he will stand on earth. Even after my skin has been destroyed, yet in my flesh I will see God. I myself will see him with my own eyes, and I am not a stranger. Oh, my goodness. Yeshua's resurrection was the beginning the first fruit of the harvest of all mankind. Those who belong to Mashiach, to Messiah, will be resurrected unto eternal life 
at his coming. Well, that's all the time we have today. We'll continue next week. Consider giving us a financial gift for Ukraine or for our radio program. Look, we want to give Ukraine another $10,000. Call our office, 813-831-5673. They'll help you do it over the phone. Um, this past Friday night, Passover began. And if for some reason you still want a Haggadah, again, call our office. But certainly call our office to get our 50-day devotional, Counting the Omer Book. Uh, we'd love for you to give it out to friends and family. Call Karen today at 813-831-5673. Come visit us. We love visitors. Let's close with a word of prayer. I pray that all those who are listening will grow in their desire to have a heart like the heart of Messiah. I pray this in the name of Yeshua. Amen and Amen. You are Messiah, Yeshua HaMashiach, Lion of Judah, the God of Israel. Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.